In the early 1970s, while serving in the army in West Germany, Gary Mathias developed a drug problem. Eventually, this led to him being diagnosed with schizophrenia and being discharged from the army. When he returned home, he stayed with his parents in Yuba City, California, and became... Why the fuck is... Stop. Mafias? Math... I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to say it! <laughs> Shut was, up! Shut up, dude! You're already called open! Shut, Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! pronunciation of that last name. Shut the fuck up! Matthias. You don't know how to say it, you stupid son of a bitch. Mafias. California and began treatment at a mental hospital. During this time, he was almost arrested twice for assault and often had psychotic episodes, which eventually landed him in a veteran's hospital. By 1975, he was being treated as an outpatient with Stelanzi and Cottagen and was considered by his physicians to be, quote, one of our sterling success cases. But when Matthias and four of his friends go missing after a night out, many people are left to wonder whether or not Matthias had something to do with the disappearance and if he was capable of violence. Welcome. All right! Thanks for listening to Goochers episode 10. This is actually a big event for us, guys. We, 10 episodes is pretty good. 10 episodes. Honestly, when we started, did you guys think we were going to get to 10 episodes? No. <laughs> I thought we were going to do episode one and be like, damn, we're not cut out for this. Yeah, we suck. No, but and now we're here on episode 10 being like, we're not cut out for this, but we're still going to do it. Yeah, we're just showing up anyway, dude. Fuck yeah. it. Rock hard. Reach for the stars. Yeah, man. So before we get started, I'm Clint. I'm Jake. I'm Carter. And you're listening to Goochers. <laughs> And uh, follow Gucci. us on Instagram, Gucci's Podcast, Twitter at Gucci's Podcast, and send us drink ideas and a spooky story at Gucci's Podcast at gmail.com. Gucci is spelled G O O C H E R. Kimberly sent an email to the wrong Gucci's Podcast. <laughs> like she, she told me she spelled Gucci's wrong, but she knew I'd make fun of her. So she wouldn't, she refused to tell me how she spelled it. How and did she spell it? She wouldn't tell me, dude. But I did tease her one time. She filled out a job application. It's probably she was, she was really young. She was like 15 and she filled out the job application. And she said she liked to learn, and she spelled learn, L-U-R-N. And I, <laughs> dude, I teased her for a decade about it, and so that's why she's sensitive. So I don't blame her. I'm a shitty speller, too. I love you, Kim. So we're going to, we're gonna, before we get started, we started, we're, we're starting this podcast off. We each went and bought two shooters. They're a secret, and now we're going to distribute them to the other guys. So I bought two shooters. I'm going to give one to Carter, one to Jake, and then they're going to do the same for me. So I'm going to, I'll start off, and I'll unbag mine. And, J- and I'm going to, after I hand you your shooter... I want you to read to the crowd what I got you. Don't look. Don't look. This is like the Christmas you always wish for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> An adult Christmas special. Yeah. All right, Jake, here's yours. Ooh, fireball. Nice. Good choice. Yep. Dude, that's not a shooter. What that? That's a, like, Dude, a that's huge. <laughs> dude, those homeless guys. That's like twice as much as a shooter. Yeah, what the all fuck? right. All right, dude. So that's what I got, Jake. I got Jake fireball. Carter, this is what I got you. I got 99 blackberries. Dude, fuck yeah, dude. Clint loves me. <laughs> he fucking hates you, Jake. I actually like Fireball. Yeah, yeah but dude, that's like three shooters. That is a big shooter, dude. That's just like a uh, yeah. Damn, I hate it that we have to drink all of them. I know, damn. damn. All right, let me fuck. see. All right, Jake, you go. Oh, me go? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'll give Carter his first. All right, let's see this. I actually didn't know. 
I got a Jim Bean. Jim Bean. Extra age, dude. Not good, Jake. Not good. Not good. <laughs> not, yeah. not stoked with this one. <laughs> my bad. Ty, Ty, give me, give me mine, Jake. Jake looks sad now. 99 Bananas Espresso Coffee. Dickhead. <laughs> Dickhead. Dude, he showed me that one. I was like, Dickhead. that one's for Clint. Yeah, sucks. <laughs> I thought we were trying to be mean. I no, thought we are, right? Mine's mean. Oh, okay. All right. Give it to me, you fucking bitch. All right. You tall son of a bitch, dude. You this one's going to be so gross. I would not like this one. This is my least favorite flavor. Glad you tried them all, you son of a bitch. Shmirnoff coconut. Oh, I like coconut. You bad. like coconut? Yeah. Dude, I hate coconut. Give me mine, dude. You fucking bitch. Carter gave me 99 banana whipped. Thanks, dog. <laughs> yeah. When I'm throwing that up later, thanks, dude. All right. Straight I'm going to get this dim bean one out the way. <sighs> Jake's got his half gallon of fireball. <laughs> yeah, let's look at the... So the fireball is... Yo, did you guys hear the wind out there? Yeah. Fucking yeah. howling. We should get shot glasses to see how much is really in this. We should just drink him. I'm down. Do you guys <laughs> say how much the shooter is? That's yours? Mine? Oh. I don't know. It's, it's literally, it's twice, it's double shooter. Uh, shooter's 50 milliliters and the fireball is 100 milliliters. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, bro. All right, here's Gucci's 10, boys. Ooh. Oh, shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? I wasn't ready. I don't, I'm not Are gonna, you going to take them both back to back? No, I'm not going to drink. I just don't want to drink the fireball first. Oh, you will, dude, though. Future. Fucking Jim Bean. All right, baby. Are you, are you okay, Jake? Oh my god. <laughs> Jake <Yeah>. loves coconut. <laughs> coconut. Nuts. Fuck. We should put those in a shot glass. Oh, that's so gross. Just be Yeah, tough. dude, it took a while. I was like, well, oh, 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 oh. see. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. You guys are tough. Ooh, this Jim Bean, that one's rough. Do you want me to grab your shot glass, Jake? I don't really like doing shots of whiskey. <laughs> dude, I took an espresso <laughs> coffee. They gotta say my throat's on fire. <laughs> it does not taste good. You right, did the espresso right. first? Yeah, I want to get the worst one out of the way. That's oh, what I did idea. too. I got the worst one. Dude, Jake, do you want me to get your shot glass, Jake? Your eyes are watering. That was bad, dude. That <laughs> does not taste like coconut. <laughs> Dear 99 bananas, fuck you. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. All right, are we doing this one now? We, we hold do. on, hold on, hold on. We have because we do have two extra ones. So if Jake does that one. And that's a two. We should do the other two. Fuck. I got really shitty other ones. <laughs> I thought we were trying to punish. No. I don't want, I don't want to it's do only, that. It's All right, Jake, just do, half, just do half of yours then. Then what are we going to do with the other half? The other two? No, the other half of this. You pour it into your beer over the course of the night. Oh. Okay. All right, dude. Dude, cleanse the pot. Dude, oh. I don't want to. Dude, I got some really bad ones though, man. All right, let's just do them. All right, let's, do, let's, do, let's do the ones we got right now, and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Good right, cheers, cheers, baby. Cheers, cheers. Go. Oh. Dude, the next person that brings whipped cream and anything <laughs> in this fun garage. I'm going to bitch slap. <laughs> dude, mine was actually really good. Oh, Dude. I can only do half. You guys, this is so bad. <laughs> Fuck. Dude, I don't dude Jake on. is not having a good time. Jake, dude, Jake got fucked. <laughs> <laughs> dude, Carter, man. Uh, Carter might have a problem. Carter, this isn't even episode 10. This is an intervention. 
can't believe you drank those. Dude, the, this one was good. I actually like this. It was kind of like cough medicine a little bit. Did you know how? Oh, that's. I'm good. not drinking like lean or anything, but like. <laughs> you like cough medicine? Well, like, you know, it's like cough medicine. Sometimes when you get like a flavored one, you're like, oh, it's kind of good, you know? Ugh. Like a NyQuil. Like, I actually like the taste of NyQuil. Yeah, it's you and a bunch of other homeless men. Oh! I got. I got the next Dude, one that's I got, not a shooter! The next one I got was. Jim Beam. Yeah, what are you doing? The apple. I. They looked good. Dude, I've had Jim Beam apple. Before. Yeah, look. Listen, they're big, dude. They're big. And then the other one I got was nine nine peaches. Okay, I'll do that one. No, fuck you. You're doing a big one. No. All right, then let's not do them. Let's. Jake also a week ago left a beer here, and he said he would drink it. So I put a paper on top of it, so I knew bugs wouldn't get in it. And it's right here. I'm gonna grab it for you. Oh yeah, I'll drink that. That's no problem. Beer's no problem. <coughs> it's open. I'm so, open to this beer. I know. It, what is it, Jake? Bud Light Lime. You're going to drink a Bud Light Lime, too? It's been open for a week. Just, I want you to describe what it tastes like. <laughs> I like how you're so concerned, but you're the one that saved it and even put paper on it. Ugh. What does it taste like, Jake? <laughs> it tastes like flat Bud Light Lime. <laughs> What'd you do if you drank it and something crawled out? I don't know. They want to make it that much worse. It's pretty bad. No. <laughs> All right, boys. Let's get started on episode 10. It's the, the Yuba County 5 is the story. Dude, you can tell Clinton didn't go to a school that was very diverse. <laughs> I thought it was right. Matthias. <laughs> Dude, I've never heard it out, pronounced out loud, bro. Yeah. Dude, what you know did what? you think it is? It's Car- Matthias. It's Matthias? Uh-huh. Yeah. Matthias? Yeah. Did you listen to like a thing? About no, I, I've known plenty of Matthias's. They yeah, know you that. know him, Matthias. Really? Yeah. How is that diverse, dude? That sounds like some dude from Italy. Yeah, but it, I, I feel like Clinton's always like, whenever there's like kind of a foreign name, he's like, he like stumbles right before he's like, Oh, dude, Carter thinks oh, he's yeah, diverse because he grew up in Wyoming. <laughs> Fuck you, Carter. All right, read the story. After Matthias, after Matthias's stint in the hospital, he supplemented his army disability pay by working for his stepfather's gardening business. Outside of his family, he was close friends with four men were slightly older than him and had varying degrees of mental disabilities. They were at least partially dependent on their families and were all living at home. Their ages ranged from about 24 to 34. Their families would often refer to them as the boys. The boys. Did you know the Saturday, boys. Saturday was named after them? <laughs> um, and on February 24th, 1978, the five adult female or five adult friends from Yuba City attended a college basketball game at California State University, Chico. Chico. Um, their favorite team, UC Davies, um, won the game. Wait, wait, wait. wait. It's UC Davies. You're going to fucking talk it's shit about Matthews. It's not UC Davis. It's not UC Davis. It's UC Davies. Bitch. It's Davies? Yeah. Davy. Anyway. Huh. Won the game, and afterwards, they stopped by a convenience store to buy some snacks for the drive home. Yuba City was about 50 miles away. This was around 10 p.m., and the store owner was annoyed with the men because, you know, she was getting ready to close for the night. And after buying their snack, soda... Um, and milk, the boys got into Madrugas, Mercury, Montego, Madruga. You just t- you, dude, dude, honestly, I looked up this car, the Mercury Montego. Dope. It looked, dude, it's pretty sick. It yeah, pretty I saw a picture sweet. of it, yeah. You guys want to have a beer? I'm I'm thirsty, dude. I have a beer. I have two beers right here. Uh, dude, I'm not, I don't want to take this Jim Beam app. Take a little bit. Just take a little bit. <sighs> no, I don't want to do that. Clint, you're the one that got the double shooters. You should have to drink at least yeah. one, uh, like one half. Do you want... Yeah. I actually don't mind. You I will drink do the- this one if you you have to do that one. Dude, I'm going to throw it. I can feel it. You'll be fine. Not because I'm too drunk right now, just because of the t- fucking taste of them. No, you're fine. <sighs> All right, well, I'm going to... I'm gonna. I- Carter, what are you drinking? You're drinking the 99 peaches? Yeah, the 99 peaches, baby. I'm drinking the Jim Beam apple, but it's a double shot. Not bad. 
Not bad, dude. Oh, dude, my, my, my throat's on fire. That was horrible. Oh, oh, finish this bit. Dude, I'll finish it in a minute. Dude. <laughs> Shut up. You, did you even have a beer? You're not even drinking, Carter. Dude, I had like three beers before I came here. Did you really? You did? Yeah. Well, yeah. It wasn't like this. And Carter's ox also as big as a fucking skyscraper, so he does, He has an average drinking temperature that's higher than other people. Dude, he drank 12 beers. Yeah. He was still you functioning. You guys are so shocked by that. If I drank 12 beers, I would shit my pants. There's no doubt in my mind, bro. There's no doubt in my mind. February 19th. Oh, no, no. Yeah, the characters. So there's Bill Sterling. He's 29. Jack Hewitt, 24. I can pronounce that, bitch. Ted Wire, 32. <laughs> Jack Madruga, 30. And Gary Mahias. How do you pronounce it? Matthias. Matthias. He's 25. No, I can't and even say and he's missing or he might be dead. They never found him, so we'll get to that. And what, one thing that's interesting too is this is episode ten. On if you guys listen to episode one, I am sorry because the sound quality is fucking horrible. That's my fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. It's so yeah. You guys should listen to it if you haven't listened to it, but just be aware that it sounds really bad. But uh, Yuba City Five is considered the Diet Love Pass of America. Oh yeah, I've US. read that. Yeah. So that's pretty Ooh, guys, I'm honestly, dude, I'm feeling hot under the collar. I'm feeling like, <laughs> dude, yeah. I would honestly say I'm like, like fairly sober. Carter, it's be, dude, it's, you know it's because your liver is bigger than normal people's liver, right? Well, I don't. I'm not being like, an asshole, dude. But it's not like substantially bigger that I shouldn't feel like. Carter, anything. you're a foot taller than me. I bet your liver is probably like two inches taller than mine. No, you're a foot fucking bigger. Okay, how? okay, two inches maybe, but like, how big is a liver? Big dude, two inches matters in the liver, bro. No, dude, a liver. Oh, I guarantee it's an organ. Yeah, it's gotta matter. yeah, but like I'm dead ass. Like pretty, Carter, I'm I'm, Carter. I'm dead ass sober, and he's like drunk. Dude, like, you drank twelve beers last time, and you were still able to read. I can't read it. We didn't even know you were drunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mom, don't don't listen to that, <laughs> no, 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 no. dude. If you are Carter's mom, I think he's a really good boy. Though I don't know why you're single, Carter. Why don't you just be a nice girl? Listen, I've been thinking it's about COVID it. season. No, dude, you, dude. I think it's by choice. Listen, what well, you need to tell, I was dude. going. I was going to Twisted and meeting some ladies out there, and then Twisted got shut down. Now where do I go? Fucking City Market, the grocery store. Dude, that's where you mean a nice girl. Listen, yeah. this. I thought of a, a catchphrase you could say, dude. You need to walk up to a girl and be like, "Hey, girl, you trying to get appreciated?" Or check it out, like, "Sup, girl? You want to get respected later or what?" Dude, they would love you, bro. Think about it. It worked. Try it one time. Try it one time, Carter. They'll be shocked. I, I am shocked. Carter, you're six foot six. There's no reason the tall thing should be getting you more. Wait, what's your what's your start? What's your start sentence? What do you say? Hi, I'm Carter. Hello. What do you say? I'm from Wyoming. What, what's your go-to? I don't I don't think I have a go-to. It's I don't think you should have moment. a go-to. Yeah. Say, hey hello, pretty mama. Let me whisper in your ear. I just usually like stand near them if I want them and breathe. And then it's deep. like, then they look at me and they're like, Oh, I imagine it's like you like, and they're like, fuck it. Look at Michael Myers over here. There's one time I was so fucked up at twisted specifically. And I like, you know, we did the bump thing and he bumped me in this girl and she's like, Oh, and I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. She's like, Oh, it's okay. She's like, it's only okay because you're tall and you smell good. I was like, <laughs> I was like, really? I was like, I just came out of the bathroom. I just took a gnarly ass shit in there. Like, damn. You told her? No, that? I didn't say that. I was drunk did though. I was know? like, I did say. I was like, oh, I just came out of the bathroom. That's Dude, you took a shit at a bath at a bar bathroom. Oh yeah, yeah, it was gross. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> did you hover? Huh? Did Fuck. you hover or did you sit? I sat, dude. I oh, didn't care. Dude, yeah. dude, you're. 
But it was like it was like eleven. It wasn't like the two a.m. like bathroom when everyone's just pissing all over the toilet seat. That's like you don't sit down at like Carter. You were <laughs> you're patient zero, dude. Clint, don't <laughs> gag like that again. <laughs> dude, that was a nasty. Finish guy. Finish your shot, Jake. You finish uh, yours, you pussy. Clint, up, just wait for a second. What's up, dude? I uh, grew up, dude. You're afraid, bro? What was that sound? Catch me finishing the shot, Jake. Dude, what are you drinking, Jim Beam? Because I'm a professional, bitch. Dude, I'm impressed. Finish I it. am actually really impressed with you, Clint. Dude, listen. You think I'm afraid to go to Valhalla? I ain't afraid to die? Dude, I'm really religious. I, I think it'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I regret it. Dude, this is a lot like episode one. Shut up, shut up, shut up. It's a 10 episode special. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. I got a tent right there. Stay the night, dude. Fuck you. Dude, you don't have anywhere to be tomorrow. You don't have anywhere to be tomorrow. I'm driving six hours tomorrow. Okay. (laughs) Hop on the Greyhound, you punk ass bitch. Listen, Carter, please, please, dude. You're young. You're built for this. You are built for this. You're the machinery. You're the equipment. I didn't know a half a shot would do this. Listen, 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 yeah, listen, listen. That was a mistake. Dude, what are you guys afraid of, man? Dude, let's find out. Dude, let's really find out what a Gucci is. Let's get slammed tonight. We'll talk about this episode, and we'll continue through the night. I used to have this date. It was called the Clint Noviet Special. I'd take a girl to Gelato Junction. We'd walk down Main Street together, and then I'd let them do some smooching. That was my, like, first date thing. A lot of times, guys, I'm going to be honest with you, there wasn't a second date. <laughs> a lot of times I said something weird. It did not work out. Much like episode one, we had to delete like half of I'm it. Because so Clint said crazy ass shit. I'm so sorry, Jake. I'll shut the fuck up. It's so funny. I'm drinking, dude. How do you, I'm not supposed to be drinking either. That's nah, okay. It won't yeah, Clint, Clint's not drinking. Be, I'm just kidding. I love you guys. I, I don't love Carter. I love Jake. The boys... The boys, um, they love sports, and when they were together, they were usually either watching a game or playing one. They played on a team sponsored by a local program for the mentally handicapped called the Gateway Gators. Clint tried out, but he didn't get on. Um, the team was supposed to play their first game on February 25th, and it was a week-long tournament sponsored by the Special Olympics, and the winners were going to receive a free week vacation in Los Angeles. That was the first time Clint had ever got a Browns medal. Stop making jokes, dude. We're gonna that out. Go. <laughs> they said your last name too. I apologize. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Stop doing that. What time? What? What minute? The boys. Game? The boys were really excited about. The boys were really excited about the game. They had been practicing and preparing for weeks. Some of them were so excited that they even laid out their clothes the night before, and they had told their parents to wake them up on time. So when the boys had never returned from the college basketball game on the twenty fourth, their family were immediately concerned. Some of them had stayed up to make sure their sons got home. But when morning came and they still hadn't returned, they called the police. Can you imagine having a, like, <laughs> let's see, were, were yourself around? The thing is, like, these guys weren't, we call it, now we call it a spectrum. We were talking about it earlier. And yeah. Carter and I were talking about it, like, all of us are kind of on the spectrum. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, totally. When you see a show about somebody that's on the spectrum, you're like, I think I have some of that. <laughs> Everybody thinks that a little bit. But so these guys were enough that they needed help from their parents. And st- yeah. Can and you I, imagine your son? Totally. You're like, oh, yeah, you can go to that basketball game, and then he doesn't show up. Like, fuck, uh, that would suck so And, you know, before, before we get into the nitty-gritty of this, these people are all victims. So we don't, t- we don't take this as a joke. We know that it's very serious. But, it's it, you know, these people, were they were functioning. A lot of them had jobs. They're like kind of almost Forrest Gump where they, like, 
they're like have a they're de developmentally delayed a little bit but they're still functioning so and they're high functioning dude but it's sad like all this shit is a tragedy and i feel terrible about it and so i'm not going to joke about it like these families are victims but we're going to get wild about other stuff because we've been drinking and i'm really sorry yeah <laughs> we joke about stuff but we're assholes but we're not like douchebags yeah. you know yeah. what i mean like we're assholes, we'll joke about uh, the cops or or the, like how the, like some shit doesn't make sense. But we're never gonna joke about people who are hurt. And are you know like, what it is like at the end of the day, like people are just people. Like people even cops, people. like cops make mistakes. Yeah, families make mistakes. You know? Yeah, yeah. but I mean, we're more we're more when I'm talking about the cops. I'm talking about like like maybe mistakes that investigation made, and we'll like tease like shit about the government and stuff. But like these people are all victims, and I feel terrible for them. And so we're not gonna joke about that shit, but. Like, yeah, they didn't come home, man. They went to this fucking game. And and so the boys had never returned from the college basketball game on the 24th. Their families were immediately concerned. Some of them had stayed up to make sure their sons got home. But when the morning came, they still hadn't returned. And they called the police. Police in Butte and Yuba counties began to search. Yeah, I read that. Fuck. Police. Police in Butte and Yuba counties began to search for the boys by following the route they assumed they had taken to get to Chico. After a few days and no sign of the boys, they heard from the, a Plumas National Forest Ranger who had reported seeing the Montego parked along Orville Quincy Road in the forest on the 25th. At the time, he didn't think anything about seeing the car because people would drive on the mountain, which was the Sierra Nevadas, which was in the Sierra Nevadas, on winter weekends to go cross-country skiing on the extensive trail system. Later, when he saw the missing persons bulletin, he remembered seeing the car and led the police to led the police to it February 28th. When police searched the turquoise and white 1969 Montiego, which was fucking dope, they found evidence suggesting that the boys had probably been in the car between the time they were last seen and when it was abandoned. They found wrappers, an empty can, and cartons along with programs from the basketball game and a folded roadmap of California. But everything about the situation was strange. When I was a junior in high school, one of my friends borrowed his mom's car, and she needed it back immediately because she had to go to an emergency event, and she found a condom wrapper in the back of the car, and then he blamed it on me when his mom's like, yo, who the fuck's condom is this? He's like, yo, it's Clint's. And dude, how hurt would you have been if she was like, nah, I know it's not Clint's. Hey, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. Thanks for bringing that up. They're like, we know you're lying blank. I'm not going to say his name. And then, then he had to come clean that he was having sex with his girlfriend because his parents apparently thought I was fucking lame. And dude, when I told my, I told my dad the story when it happened and he's like, yo, that's so classic. He's like, I can't believe he threw you under the bus. That's so fucking funny. Yeah. He totally threw me under the bus. I, I would just like to take a moment and apologize. <laughs> yeah, it was totally. It was Jake, dude. He totally. He's like, he blamed it on me. What a total. Yeah, I'm not a very good liar, <laughs> dude. I don't think it was a good lie. They're like that chubby guy. He's not doing the hump. <laughs> they don't know. Not then. I was like 16. I don't know, dude. Like, it was so bad. It was so funny. I was so happy. Oh, anyway. <laughs> so that's the evidence they would find if Jake went missing. But when they they found like milk wrappers and cartons and shit. From the fellas. So first of all, the car was 70 miles from Chico and way off any route that would be leading back to Yuba City. 
What? I can't believe you said that. It's so funny. <laughs> this was a winding dirt road that rose quickly in elevation and led to a dense, remote forest. Their parents couldn't imagine why the boys would ever go up there. Madruga, who was the only one with a driver's license other than Matthias, had never been up <laughs> to the mountains. How do you say it, Carter? <laughs> Matthias. Matthias. You don't even... Don't even say it. We're just saying Matthias. Dude, there's no way I'm going to remember. Just call him M. Because he's, he's, he's not like, I'm not he's, gonna he's a white guy. I, it's not so that. It's just it's, I'm just going to forget. I also had a coach. who was Coach Matthias, so that's how I knew. What was oh. he coaching, dude? Ballet? <laughs> <laughs> what was he coaching? Tell us. His basketball. Yeah, right. You didn't play basketball, you 6'6", son of a bitch. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so, uh, and it's either Matthias and he actually went by Mathis. <laughs> yeah, so. The coach did? <laughs> yeah. He went by Mathis? Yeah. So none of the boys had ever been up to huh. the mountains. He was a douchebag. He actually got kicked off our basketball team. Why? He was a coach. He was just talking shit to us, and our coach, didn't, our head coach, didn't like that. <laughs> it's probably because you didn't know how to play basketball. So none it of the boys me, had. Dude, I called. I called him out on some shit. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's like, hey, you're not getting the towels out fast enough, Carter. I can't imagine you called anybody out on shit. So none of the boys had been up to the mountains before, besides Sterling, and Sterling's father had once taken him near the area for a fishing weekend, and Sterling had hated the experience. This was also in the middle of winter and the boys had left the house only wearing really thin jackets, which wouldn't protect them from the cold at this elevation. This was about 4,400 4, feet in elevation, which was about where the snow line started. And for that time of year, there was just a short, they were, and was just short of where the road was closed for the winter. That's spelled kind of weird, Carter. <laughs> so the police, the police could, what'd you say, Jake? I wrote it. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Fucking I forgot. Carter, I actually think Carter doesn't do any work on the episodes, so that's you're right. You did write it, Jake. The police could see where the trees had you'll spun. Tell, you'll, you'll be able to tell when Clinton comes in because the grammar is just atrocious. Right. <laughs> no commas. <laughs> Fuck you. The police could see where the tires had spun, so the cars seemed to have gotten stuck in the snowdrifts. But the police couldn't understand why they that they had abandoned the car. Rather than push it out, the five men together could have easily gotten the car out of the snowdrift. When the keys were missing, which was the I'm sorry, the keys were missing, which was evidence that the car might have broken down and the boys had attended on returning when they got some help. But when they hotwired the car, when the investigators hotwired the car, it started up right away and there was about a quarter of a tank of gas left, bro. So the police towed the car to the station to look at it more thoroughly. They expected there to be damage to the car because the road was fairly rough and Madruga had no experience in driving in this type of terrain. But there was no dents, there's no scratches, no mud scrapes, uh, even on the hanging muffler that was pretty low. This was a pretty low car. It's not like a <laughs> it's not like an off-road vehicle. The driver had either been extremely careful or someone familiar with the road that they had been driving. But Madruga's family said that there's no way he would have let anybody else drive his car. They also said that he, it was very unlike Madruga to leave his car so unsecured. Uh, they said this because one of the windows was left rolled down, and there was a severe snowstorm that day, and they began looking for the boys, which the snowstorm hampered the investigation. The searchers looked on snowmobiles, but they nearly got lost themselves, so they called off further further search. Why the fuck it. are you laughing, Carter? <laughs> Why the fuck are Dude, you laughing? I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I kept wanting to look I look, up. I look at Clint and he's like this. What am I doing? Oh. Oh, I'm laying back. I'm just <laughs> with your eyes closed. Eyes closed. <laughs> no, I'm not, dude. I'm chilling. <laughs> Carter's a liar. Anyway, Clinton's high. Isn't as this fucked up though? 
So they, <laughs> we'll get a little bit into it, but they called off the search effort, which you would think they called it off for the duration of the storm, but they called it off for a long time. <laughs> Forever? They were like, yeah. They're like, yeah, it's not going to work. They weren't just <laughs> like, cold. hey, let's wait for this storm to pass. They were like, we're done. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Be like, I worked overtime last week, dude. I'm not going back in. Fuck that. Be like, dude, my hemorrhoids are flaring up. I'm not going back out there. <laughs> so when local media cover the case, the, um, the police receive reports about people seeing the boys all over California or even at parts of the county. Most of these reports were bogus, but there were two that seemed legit. One was a man in Sacramento, Joseph Shans, who had inadvertently wound up spending the night of February 24th through the 25th near where the Montego was found. He had a cabin in the area and had driven up to check on the snowpack in advance of a weekend trip with his family. And at 5.30 p.m., he had also gotten stuck at about 150 feet up the road. He had gotten out and attempted to free his car, but began to experience symptoms of a mild heart attack, so he got back in the car, keeping the engine running to provide heat. Six hours later, he was lying down in severe pain when his headlights coming up behind him. He saw the car park behind him with the headlights on, and there was a group of people around it, including what he thought was a woman holding a baby. When he called out for help, why the fuck are you laughing? Because <laughs> right. it's like I imagine it's like a girl going to a party in the winter, and she just brought her baby, and like, you know, why did you bring your baby? Like, I couldn't get a sitter. Fuck you, Jessica. <laughs> Dude, do you have any times? I, I I feel like I've heard of people doing that, and they actually run into the person that was supposed to sit with them or sit for them at the party, and they're like, what the fuck, Carter? And it's like. And the sitter's like, I didn't have the fucking baby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then later he saw flashlights behind him, but when he called out again, they turned off the flashlight. Sean's told police that he... Did you forget how to read? (laughs) Why'd you stop reading? Here, you read it. Wait, what? Sean's told police that he... I don't know where we are. (laughs) Where are we at? Just read, Carter. Settings of the boys go all the way down. Sean's told the police that he... (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Where Stop doing it. I don't. I don't know where we are. It just leaves up. Sean told the police that he. Oh, Jake, oh, Jake wrote that part. <laughs> Fuck you. No, I think I wrote the flashlights. No, part. no, no. I start. This is where I started writing. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, I don't know what he told the police. No, no, no. no. I, I I know what he told the police because I looked into it. But Sean's told the police that after he his heart attack chilled out, he walked back to town where the lodge was. But but he went, had to wait till the next day. So you definitely wrote that. You wrote that part. I'm serious, dude. Look at the Google Docs history. Fuck you. You wrote that part. This is where I started writing. Anyway, another reliable. I'm sorry. Dude, he doesn't even indent on his fucking new paragraphs. How do you know it's a new paragraph? That's how you know I started writing then. Anyway, yeah, so no commas. That's what I'm saying. Dude, stop. I'm not a perfect I'm just person. Kidding. I'm kidding. I listen, Jake. You're, no, you're good. I'm, I was busy trying to like kiss girls when I was a kid. I didn't do a lot of time reading. Fuck you, Jake. Dude, that's so, not a flex. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I have been I have been trying to write a book for like two years now, and Jake is the only person I want to send it to, and I haven't sent it to him because he's critical of writing. So that's why I dude. That's so dumb. You should no, I'm not going to send critical. it to you, dude. I'm so self conscious. So another reliable, <laughs> so after the boys went missing, another reliable sighting of the boys was when a woman who worked at a store in Brownsville, Brownsville is only about 30 miles from where the abandoned car was discovered by authorities. Um, flyers had been put up and a few thousand dollar reward was put up for info leading to the boys. On March 3rd, the woman told the boy, told the police she had seen the boys in a red pickup two days after they vanished. So it's almost like she only said that shit because 
there's a reward put up. I'm not saying that's what happened, but that's kind of what it seems like. So the owner of the store confirmed the woman's story. The woman said that she remembered them and knew they were out of town because of, this is a quote, their big eyes and facial expressions. The woman said Sterling and Hewitt were in a phone booth outside while the other two went inside the store. Police considered the woman to be a credible witness, and they thought this was a solid-ass lead. So the evidence was not very clear about what happened to these friends. The evidence also did not show there was no foul play. So it's like everything they found, man, something could have happened to these guys. Can so we just – did that lady get any reward money? I fucking hope not. I'm saying that. Yeah. No, it's That's terrible. fucking bullshit. She didn't like – their expressions, that was her wouldn't evidence for like them being key, out of town? Wouldn't you be hesitant though? Be like – Oh, there's a missing persons case. There's reward money, and I actually got info. I'd be like, I'm not saying shit, bro. I'm not, not trying me. to look I'll like I'm part of this whole case, dude. Not me, dude. Oh, dude, I would say something. Yeah, dude. I'm trying for to... like what a thousand dollars. Like, yeah. Would you actually like collect it, or would you be like, oh, no, I'm just trying to help? I, out. I couldn't do it, dude. I know. In modern money, it was like forty five hundred dollars. We're gonna get, dude, dude. And like, and like when you see like missing dogs for like a hundred dollars, it's like. Who actually is like, all right, so do you have the hundred dollars? <laughs> you know, you guys think that I actually feel less guilty about the missing dog thing. But like yeah. you would actually take money. Fuck like, yes. If I turned in some rich lady's oh. pooch, I'd feel no guilt. I'd be like, here's waffle or whatever the fuck. Oh, dude, if it was like a really, really rich family, I'd be like, I want double. <laughs> or I'm dude, what makes me sad? Have you ever seen a missing cat poster that's like drawn in crayon? And you're like, damn, some little boy. Dude, when you see a missing cat poster, you're like, that cat's dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Cats die all the time. <laughs> dude, cats, dude. I don't know how. Dude, so my fun. aunt and uncle had a cat that went missing for six months and it came back. Really? Yeah. They're what like, they what they name him? Carter? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you think police, though, do you think police put up, like, the money just so they could see, like, if somebody's kind of sketchy? No. No. I had a You don't think they do that? How that, tempted would you guys be? Back in the day before, like, video cameras to be a criminal. I don't think so. What I would do, I'd be a con man. I'd be, like, selling snake oil. And she'd be like, yeah. extra, extra. Let me tell you about <laughs> something. It'll make your penis twice as long. Come here. Get Dr. Smith's oils. And I'd or, come up behind Clint and just glock him in the back of the head. Dude, Carter, in, in the old-timey days, you'd be in a fucking freak circus, you tall <laughs> son of a bitch. Carter has double the leg length of a human being, dude. He's like... Imagine SpongeBob's body. You know how it's all smashed down and then like nine feet of legs. That's what Carter looks like. (laughs) Fuck you. On the fourth day of June, most of the snow in higher elevations was completely melted. Motorcyclists out for a spin came upon a trailer maintained by the Forest Service. Trailers like these are commonplace in parks and remote areas. They serve as command posts where supplies can be stored. This trailer was only about 19.4 miles from where the Montego was found. The motorcyclists noticed a window was broken, so they opened the door to the trailer and were accosted by a terrible odor. The deathly smell was unfortunately the remains of Ted Weiher. The next day, searchers arrived and began to scour the road between the forest service trailer and where the Montego was abandoned. At mile 11.4, they found Jack Madruga, and I think it's Madruga, and Bill Sterling, and two, the two were on opposite sides of the road from each other. Sadly, both men had succumbed to the elements, and their remains had been victim to scavenging animals. <laughs> I'm so drunk. I'm sorry. Sterling was only bones scattered in a small area by the time that he was located. 
Autopsies determined that both men had passed due to hypothermia. It was speculated that perhaps one man grew sleepy and tired and wanted to lay down, and the other refused to leave his side. Soon enough, the cold took them both. Two short days later, Jack Hewitt's father found his son's backbone under a bush. The spine was about two miles northeast of the Forest Service trailer. The next day, law enforcement found his skull down a hill about 300 feet. Dental records confirmed to law enforcement and the family that it was actually Jack Hewitt. Jack Hewitt's autopsy also determined he died from hypothermia. Which, honestly, dude, if all they can find is your fucking spine and your skull, how the fuck are they determining you died of hypothermia? Like, oh, this bitch was cold. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, I I, I was looking at his skull, dog, and I'm telling you, he was cold. Doesn't that suck, though, that his dad found him? Oh, that's so fucked up. I'm so sorry for these people. I would never, I never would want to go through this, dude. Can you imagine the emotional shit that would happen, bro? Man, you know, like, when I think about emotions, I think about R&B songs. And it's like how like emotional song you like you hear you like makes you feel sexy. This isn't sexy, dude. This is sad. Carter, can you sing us an R and B song? Dude, do you know what I actually? Do you know one R and B song? Dude, Clinton was raving about Ray J before you got here. (laughs) Was it Ray J? Listen, what I was saying, what I was saying was, is that good choice. R. Kelly is a bad person, but he has a couple of really good songs. Tell me you don't listen to Ignition and think that's a good song. Do you want a Sam Adams Jack Lantern? Do you have it on you? Yeah. Yeah, give it to me. I want to see you guys get fucked up. You guys see me get fucked up. Oh, Carter, he's a little crazy. <laughs> Fuck you, Carter. Carter! I'm drinking this. I'm so thirsty. Chug it, bitch. Clinton nope. takes a little baby sis. This dude, this Samuel oh. Adams, Jacko, so good. Listen, Samuel Adams, if you send me, I'll get for $45, Jake will get a tattoo of Samuel Adams. You know, logo. can you do a cartwheel? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I can't. Okay. I'm heavy. I'm like an ice cream cone. I All my weight is on top. Can you do a cartwheel, Jake? No. Can you Why do you a cartwheel? I think Carter, I could. can you do one? I think I could, yeah. You, I'll open the fucking door right now. I'm not going to do it. It's raining. It's wet outside. Also, attention goochers. I think this is something that we've kind of mentioned between ourselves, but if you guys have any wanted, like, there's no way we can get an A-list celebrity, but if you have any B-list or C-list celebrities that you think might want to come on this show, tell us, and we'll reach out to them, see if they will join in for a 10-minute call. Dude, if your uncle yeah. is a famous Florida man... We'll interview him and tell you what, if you send us one email, we'll send you a saucy pic of Carter. I don't, I don't care. Please just email us. Just, just fucking send us an email, baby. We know you have a Gmail, Yahoo. Even if you have an AOL and you're embarrassed about it, if you're hot chick 69 at AOL.com, yeah, or we just, don't care. Or add us on Instagram and just message us on Instagram. Gucci's podcast, baby. That's where you find us. Yeah, yeah just be like, hey, what's Yo, listen, name? Carter's single. Carter, treat you right. Carter, <laughs> Carter, tell us 30 seconds about yourself, real quick. Tall, handsome, big old wiener. Um, All right. He's tall. <laughs> He's tall. You got that. He, he, if you have any segment ideas you think we should cover, we're we'll, open to we'll it. hit Carter with a pound full of spaghetti if you want us to. If you send us one email, please. We'll, we'll order a dominatrix for Clinton. We'll tell you how the experience was. We're just looking we'll, to have a good time. We'll have a segment called Clinton Rates Dominatrix. If you're a local Dude, dominatrix, don't get me in trouble, bro. If we have a local dominatrix, come over. We'll see how bad if you're you can be. Local beat the dominatrix. Dude, she'll come in here, five o'clock shadow, and kick the shit out of me. <laughs> I don't need that. Did you guys ever watch Color Out of Space? <laughs> no. no, what's Color Out of Space? Oh, Color Out of Space. Carter. We should get sponsored by Shudder. Dude, Shudder is actually sick as fuck. No, Shudder. Uh, you think sh- the Netflix of horror. Carter, we're in a true crime podcast, and you don't know what Shudder is? Dude, Dude Shutterfly has money, Listen, though. if you're a semi-competent <laughs> yeah. person, you could replace Carter 
any fucking day of the week. Um, send it, send your resume into Gucci's podcast at gmail.com. We'll, we'll sub you out for Carter, please. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Shudder, the Netflix of horror. The Netflix <laughs> of horror. Do you like seeing nipples occasionally in your movies? Then tune in to Shudder. Do you like seeing Nicolas Cage movies often? <laughs> tune in to <laughs> Watch Shudder because he's on there a lot. He's on there a lot. <laughs> dude, the Wicker Man. Mandy, dude, Mandy. Have you guys seen Mandy? I've uh, seen part of Mandy. Yeah. Oh, penis. Yeah, that's that's a good movie. Dude, have you have you ever have you ever seen <laughs> what? <laughs> they show the guy's penis. He's like standing there and he's like shows penis. Oh my god! I Dude. remember the first time I hung out with Jake and Clinton. The first thing they showed me was a man with two penises. And they, they <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. We were driving to the liquor store and you're like, check this shit out. I was like, I was like. I gotta call my mom. I gotta go home. <laughs> I gotta come with the mom. Food. Can you pick me up? Uh, what's the site where you can like subscribe to people? Patreon. Patreon. Let us know if you guys want want us to do a Patreon. If you if you will get a five dollar Patreon to us, I promise you, I will put the lewdest pictures I can get Carter to take on our Patreon. I promise you. Or you can just get full episodes without full episodes. Yes. Yeah, full true. episodes. No commercials. No commercial breaks, no sponsors. Jake will sing a song. Jake will sing a song. Jake will play the guitar. Listen, Jake. We don't have sponsors or commercials anyway, but, you know. Jake is really humble. Jake can play the guitar. Jake will sing us one full song on Patreon if you're willing to do it for us. I will, yeah. What's your friend's name? I'm not telling you. You already commented on my other friend's name tonight. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it really hurt. Brennan. There's something. <laughs> Dude, Brenner, you see your name sounds so soft, bro. <laughs> yeah, if Clint asked me a story and I say Brenner, and he's like, Your friends have the dumbest fucking names. Dude, Brenner listens. Brenner actually listens to this. Shout out to you, Brenner. Dude, Brenner. Oh, he does? Yeah. Dude, Brenner. Shout out, Brenner. Dude, Brenner. <laughs> I didn't make fun of you. Brenner, name. you might be a nice guy, but it sounds like you think Chex Mix is spicy. <laughs> That's actually so accurate for Your Brenner. name is fucking dude, Brenner, dude. Brenner's broken out in a fucking like, sweat from a hot and spicy McChicken before. Dude. And oh my. You know what? You know what hurts it, me? It dude? is spicy, boy. Dude, you're, dude, you're like probably two generations up. Those people are probably like cutting wood with their fists and like traveled across great lengths of water. And then his great, great grandson thinks chicken mix spicy is odd, dude. <laughs> sorry, Brenner, uh, dude. Sorry. Shout out, shout out. You have a soft ass name. <laughs> anyway, read this. I don't think so. Brenner. I don't know where we are. Brenner, Brenner, listen, 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 listen. We think you have a soft ass name. So about 400 meters Northwest of the trailer, they found three foresters blankets and an old rusty flashlight. It could not really be determined how long those items had been there. And Gary Ma- um, Matthias had no way of being able to take his medication. Pictures of Matthias were distributed um, throughout the mental institutions throughout the Golden State. But, he's ha- but he has had to this day never been discovered. And Ted Weiher was actually found in the trailer dead, which was eight sheets and they had been wrapped around him, including his head. Ted had lost 100 pounds and had grown a long beard before passing. It was determined based on his facial hair that he had survived for 13 weeks before his death. Next to Ted, investigators found his wallet with cash inside and a ring made of nickel with his names engraved on it and a gold necklace he would always wear. And they found a gold watch with a nurse with a missing crystal and why her family said it was not his watch and did not belong to him. He was wearing a velour shirt and some um, thin pants and when they could not find his shoes. In an autopsy, it was determined that Ted had died from a mixture of starvation and hypothermia. His feet were extremely frostbitten and had gangrene. 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 
Yo, if you ever want to be disturbed, Google what gangrene looks like. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google it. It's oh, oh, you finished your fireball, Jake? Oh yeah, dude. It's oh, so bad. Carter just, Carter just searched gangrene. Wow. Oh, look fucked it's up. Bad, huh? It's so bad. It's so bad, dude. You're not. T- your tab dancing career is over. <laughs> so this is this is really where the shit goes. Oh. Don't show Jake. Jake's, oh. Jake's shocked, bro. I know what it looks like. Oh, it does not look good. <laughs> That's so oh, bad, dude. Yeah, it gets really fucked up. Gangrene is not. You guys know what I think about when I think here gangrene? There was an episode of the Powerpuff Girls where they had a bad guy named Gangrene, and they were like these dudes that the Powerpuff Girls would kick the shit out of. That's what I think of when I hear gangrene. <sighs> you guys, I'm fucked up. <laughs> I'm fucked up. I'm talking. Oh, man. I'm trying to ride the wave. I can't throw up tonight. I'm trying to give smooches later. So th- this is really where shit goes off the rails for me. So no. Fuck. No. Fu- Stop laughing. Please be serious. No fire had been set in the trailer's fireplace, despite there being a bunch of matches and plenty of paperback novels to use as kindling. There was also a nearby shed with a butane tank whose valve had not been opened. And if it had been opened, it would have fired the trailer's heating system right up. Even more puzzling, none of the heavy forestry clothing has ever been moved. So there's all these like fucking like coats and shit they could have put on that the Forest Service had stored away. They just never put it on. And so the thick form, the thick warm clothing could have been very useful to the five men, but it was never utilized. A dozen C ration cans had never had been opened and eaten, so they could tell like some cans had been eaten. The rations were from a nearby shed. Further in the shed was a locker that held dehydrated foods, enough for all the men to have eaten for an entire year. For some reason, none of the dehydrated food was eaten. So, dude, these guys, one of these guys lost 100 pounds and almost starved. He did starve to death. And there was like enough food for five men to eat for a year. Like, how fucking crazy is that? It's yeah, crazy. Just, just to recap, so these, these five friends go out to a basketball game and they were supposed to return home that night. And then for whatever reason, they didn't return home. Their, their car was found like up in the woods somewhere and it was stuck kind of, like kind of stuck. Barely. And then and like four months later, I think it was about four to five months later when the snow had thawed and stuff, four of the five men's bodies were found. But the fifth was never found. He's still missing. Dude, and that's what's fucking crazy is that like, one of these guys starved to death in a trailer filled with food and had shit to get heated. And Weyer's family said that Ted Weyer just lacked common sense as part of his disability. I'm um, sorry, as part of his disability. And then he had once had to be literally dragged out of bed when his fe- ceiling has caught on fire. He had like a little fire house fire in their house and his brother had to pull him the fuck out. And he was worried about missing work the next day and he didn't want to get out of bed. Ted also did not fully understand why he had to stop his stop signs. So like, these are just examples on how these dudes are handicapped and maybe why he starved to death in a trailer filled with food. It's like, just because maybe he had like a mental disability that was prohibiting him from like having some common sense to think through the problem. And Wait, he, is Ted, Ted Madruga? No, Ted wire. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it also appeared that wire had not been alone in the forest service trailer and that Matthias, or Matthias, how do you say his fucking name? <laughs> Matthias. Matthias. <laughs> and that Matthias had been, had maybe even 
Maybe even Hewitt, the third guy, had also occupied the trailer. Matias tennis shoes. I'm sorry, Matias's tennis shoes were in the trailer, <laughs> and the C rations had been opened up with a P38 can opener. For those of you guys that don't know what a P38 can opener is, I can explain. My dad's friend actually gave him one when I was a kid because I thought they were cool. Because Bucky, this guy me and Jake used to work with at Black Jake Pizza, he told me about a P38 because we'd have a hard time opening up the red sauce cans. And he's like, oh, I got a P38. I can open up easy. A P38 is like a flat piece of steel, and it has a foldable, like, upside-down shark's fin on it. So it, it'll lay flat on top of the fin piece. And what it is, it's like a handheld can opener that the military uses. But it's like, if you didn't know what it was, I could see how you not knowing what it was would be. Like, if you didn't know what it was, it doesn't look like a fucking can opener. But because this guy had been in the military, there's a chance he definitely knew what a P-38 was. And Matthias might have even been familiar with these can openers from his military service. It is common theory that Matthias' feet were swollen due to frostbite and he took wire shoes and they were a little bit bigger than his regular shoes. And then he ventured out. Also, some someone would have had to cover up Wire's body with the sheets. And Wire's feet were really all messed up. So they think that Matias stole the other dude's shoes because his feet were kind of swollen from wearing shitty shoes and walking in the snow. So he to- stole the dead guy's shoes and walked out with them. That's what they think. I'm drunk. I'm sorry. So, so (laughs) even finding the bodies did not clear up what happened to these poor men. There was no real explanation why the men were in that area. Matias had friends in a small nearby town of Forbes town. And the police thought maybe he had wanted to visit them and talk the boys into stopping on the way home. But they had lost, they had got lost and took a wrong turn and ended up on the mountainous road. Do you hear these fucking sirens? (laughs) Dude, where is dude? I live next to a fire station. It, dude, I feel like it's Ghostbusters right now. Dude, at my old PSU dorm, our dorm was right here. The fire station was right here. It was connected to our dorm. Really? Yeah. So every downtown Portland fire, we got to hear it. We're like, oh, another one. Dude, isn't that the same dorm where they had like fucked up the, elevators? Yeah, the sketchy. Isn't dude, that ironic? The fire it, department worked on the same building where we. Yeah, you think they just put it? The they should have installed just long ass poles for all ten stories. You could slide down. Dude, dude 50, some. would you do it though? Would you like, you're 15 stories high and you're like, no, no. Dude, you burn your hands. <laughs> if so I had bad. gloves, I might. Yeah. Dude, yeah. But if you had gloves, there's no stopping. And pants, <laughs> there's yeah. No friction. Dude, dude, yeah, some drunk asshole would die. Ah! Oh, dude. I how, might die on that. Just what's dude, the dude, highest story scary. you're willing to go down a fire pole? Four stories? Probably five. Five. I would do three. I would do three, maybe, dude. Yeah. I would try to. Dude, I'm kind of a chicken. Uh, Yeah. Do you know what's funny though? It's like if you do five or fifty, you're likely to die at both. You know what I mean? That's that's a really good point. You know, (laughs) it's like you could die at five stories. I I see what you're saying. That is true. Yeah. So the only (laughs) that's so fucked up. Uh, So then they left their perfectly running warm vehicle. And instead of walking down the road and back to the lodge they had driven past, they continued upwards into the snowy terrain. Walking like this is not consistent with the walking patterns of lost people and seems much more intentional. Most lost people walk in circles trying to regain their bearings. So when someone goes lost, dude, normally they're walking in circles trying to see something familiar, find their location, and kind of get the fuck out of there. But they just walked in a straight line. So the only theory the search party could really develop was that the day before a forest service snowcat had driven the road to the trailer to remove the snow from the trailer's roof 
The roof would collapse due to the weight of the snow, so they had to get that fucking snow off. And it's believed that the snow cat compacted the snow down and made it an easy path to walk on. Sterling and Madruga probably fell victim to hypothermia along the long walk to the trailer. And there, the other three made it to the trailer and broke the window to gain entry. Maybe they thought the trailer was private property and maybe they were afraid of getting in trouble for using all the stuff there. Then after Wire died or the others thought that he had died, the other two took different routes on foot to attempt to reach civilization. So they think Wire might have died and the other two were like, yo, we need to get the fuck out of Dodge like, and try to walk back to the, like civilization and died. Yeah, I feel like why would lost people walk in a circle? They just do it accidentally. It happens naturally, dude. Oh, it does. Because it's like Blair Witch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I feel like yeah, when I, of... like, if I was lost in the woods, I'd be like, okay, we got to head north. And I would just go, like, you, I would probably you base think, it off the star, though. Dude, 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 I would probably think I was dude. heading north and be heading west, but I would be probably headed in that same Dude, with trees, though, when trees are really tall, it's like hard to get your grounds. Like, it's hard to, like, get your bearings, bro. Yeah. It's hard to see the sun. And then especially when all the trees are like the same uniform. Like imagine being surrounded by all pine trees. It's like it's hard to tell like one tree from the other. So you don't know when the fuck you're lost as fuck. Yeah. Especially as the day progressed on and the sun moves in the sky. Like if it's high up, it's hard to tell you're all right. My girlfriend's gonna come in. Come in. <laughs> Got a special guest. Um, uh, Kim and Ripley fixed me up and we're going to miss you. Wash your hands. I've done jail vacation. <laughs> she knocked on the door and I thought it was one of you and I was like, come in, it's not locked. And then there were sirens and I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> the lights started to flicker? Yeah, they flickered inside too. I think it was because it was lightning. Well, I'm not 100% sure this is like legit lighting. And I was worried it was going to blow Jake's computer up. So I unplugged the heater. <laughs> dude, it, there's not, dude the, dude, the fucking electrical in this house is bullshit. Yeah. We're not, we're not even wired for 240 in here. It's like the old shit. It looks, that's why it's all like, you can see the wires. Like, that does dude, not look good. Yeah, dude, it's a loft for sure. Dude, oh Car God, dude so Carter, cool. he's going to live back here. I rented it out for Carter. <laughs> yeah. He's going oh, cool. to give me, he's still charging me too. Dude, he's going <laughs> to give me $80 every other month and this whole back half is his. These are it's actually blankets. a pretty sweet game. Welcome to the team, Carter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clint said he was going to build a urinal Dude, back here. Wait. So I was like, all right, I even got a bathroom. Carter, do your Wyoming impression. Your Just, it's my voice. <laughs> what, do you, what, what do you mean do your Wyoming impression? I'm from Wyoming. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Dude, you are really good at it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Clint, do your Colorado impression. Hello, there. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> I'm going to lose weight and I'm going to knock Stevie up. I love her so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lose the weight and I'm going to knock her up. I love her so much. Dude, dude. I, She's such a good girl. She's so nice. Oh, my God. She's so supportive. I really need that. <laughs> the day before the man went missing, a Forest Service snowcat had gone along the road in that direction and clear snow off the trailer roof so it would not collapse. It was possible. <laughs> police believed that the group had decided to follow the tracks it left through the snowdrifts, four to six feet high to wherever they led. It was believed that the shelter was not too far away. Madruga and Sterling probably succumbed to the hypothermia midway along the long walk to the trailer. It was assumed that once they found the trailer, 
The other three broke the window to enter. Since it was locked, they may have believed it was private property and have feared arrest for theft if they used anything they found there. When my when Wire died, or the others believed that he had died, they perhaps chose to attempt to return to civilization by routes overland on foot. The on foot. The Sacramento Bee. This, stop. You just read those two on paragraphs foot. over again. I did read that. The Sacramento Bee, in collaboration with the Fresno and Modesto Bee, had released a very interesting two-part article about the Yuba County Five. They were allowed exclusive access to police records on the grounds that they did not take the evidence with them outside of the police station and they did not photograph any of the material. They wrote in the article, these files, clips, and interviews shape a disturbing image of Matias, billed in virtually all media reports at the time as another lost lamb caught out in the cold. Matias was an aberration with the flock, a young man who did not belong with the others. He was violently schizophrenic and had a history of drug, drug use and wasn't intellectually disabled like the others. Four of the men had been tight homies for years, but Matias was new to the crew. All five had met through the Gateway Projects, an organization for the intellectually disabled. Matias had only been a member for a year, but the others had been members for much longer. Matias had no documented intellectual disabilities in the way the other four men had. Matias had played football while he was attending high school, and later he even joined the military. Matias had a drug problem and had once been put in a psych ward his sophomore year of high school after a bad trip. He was medically discharged from the military for having paranoid schizophrenia. And you know what, man? Before we talk any more about these guys, dude, do you know what they talk? Like they call it a bad trip. You know what that is? What? They didn't take LSD. They they had something else. Dude, you know what? Seriously? The- yeah. Well, I mean, like some people claim they have a bad trip, but it's like they have good trips and they have bad trips. Did that sound like a firework? Or was that a gunshot? That sounded like, like a gunshot. gunshot. Cool. Well. We're all together. What time <laughs> is it? We need an alibi. What it's time? Also is- raining right now, so I don't think there would be fireworks. 9.38. All right, it's 9.38. Police, if that you That was a gunshot, us, wasn't it? That was absolutely a gunshot. Sick. Well, we're all here together, police. All I'm going to say is, like, they just went out. So I don't know if you want to check. No, they're okay. They left a minute ago. But what, what I want to say about Matias... <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was absolutely a fucking All right, fuck. Though. All right, I'll text Stevie. Dude, listen. Matias, before we talk shit on him, he's not here to defend himself. All this shit we're about to say about him is conjecture. And I think that people shouldn't be just accused of shit until they have their day in court. I think it's so easy to accuse someone of committing a crime when you don't know anything about them and they're not here to defend themselves. So I know we're going to go into some shit about maybe stuff he was accused of, but fuck that. This is America. Until you're proven guilty in the court of, ro- court of law, bro, you shouldn't be able to just be accused of shit. Yeah, I, dude. Innocent until proven guilty, not guilty until dude, proven Stevie, innocent. Dude, Stevie, my wonderful girlfriend, accuses me of eating all of her leftovers. And listen, sometimes it's not. Who is it? It's me all the time. But <laughs> that's not the point. I didn't have a date in court. I didn't have a date in court. Have you ever helped her look for the leftovers that you know you ate? No. <laughs> no. I would know. I would never do that. What do you say then? Just no? I'm just like, oh shit, baby. I don't know where that Qdoba went. That's what I said. <laughs> I text her, you okay? 
Yeah, that definitely was a gunshot. Fuck. Yeah, we live in the shittiest neighborhood. We gotta move. Fuck. No. <laughs> if we die in the I think it's exciting. We yeah, I guess. Jake, what the fuck? Yeah. What? Someone could have just died. He goes. So we're at after Jake. Read Jake. You haven't read any of this episode. Read. After he got out of the hospital, shit didn't really go his way, and he ended up in the Husco. Huskow. Huskow jail. The fuck is a Huskow? Yeah, what is Huskow? A Huskow is a, no, a name for a jail. It's like the can. You end up in old Huskow. In the Huskow. While in jail, he waved a guard over and decked him in the face. The same month, he was crashing at his cousin's place, and his cousin's wife was asleep. The woman had taken medicine because she was ill, so she was really passed out. The cousin was wondering what was taking Matthias so long to make a bathroom trip and went to find Matthias fondling his sleeping wife. Matthias's cousin said he was going to call the cops, and Matthias said he wanted to go back to jail. <laughs> what? Like, I want to call go the back. cops. Well, I do want to go back. We don't have to stop. I just dude, no, no. His cousin is like, yo, what the fuck is taking Matthias so long to go to the bathroom? Yeah. He goes to find his cousin, finds his fucking cousin fondling his wife who's all zonked out on NyQuil because she's sick. And dude, it's like fondling is not a good thing. Dude, you don't fondle. Sexy people don't fondle. Creepy dudes that live next to schools for the wrong reason fondle. Like Usher doesn't fondle chicks, dude. He like. Talks to him and sings to him. Dude, fondle is a bad word. Fondle is such a yeah, gross. It makes you feel greasy. <laughs> yeah. Dude, so he catches him fondling his wife. He's like, dude, what the fuck? He like loses his mind. And he's like, dude, I'm calling the police. And his, he, and Matias is like, yo, I want to go back to jail, baby. Fuck you. So a few months later, he was arrested for threatening to stab a woman in the jaw. He then told the woman's toddler that, I thought I'd kill you once. I guess I'll have to do it again. Gary Matias was once arrested in Stockton and... Sent to a psychiatric facility, Matthias broke out in two days, making his way through a drainage pipe and walking and hitchhiking 80 miles back home. Matthias left home for a while when he was younger to live with his grandmother in Northern Oregon. Gary's mom begged him to come home, and he hung up on her. Matthias showed up weeks later, filthy, and claimed that he had walked all the way from Portland. He claimed he would steal milk off the porches and eat dog food to survive his 540 mile trip a few weeks later he broke into a couple's home yeah. the couple awoke to find him <laughs> do you see what i'm saying Carter? Yeah, the couple awoke to find him standing over them matthias told the couple he Carter, the house stop fucking laughing stop fucking laughing carter i'm i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm not a good fucking writer i'm trying stop fucking laughing carter yeah. Car, jake let me right. page six brother Dude, someone just got shot like five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just dude, seriously, what the fuck was that gunshot, dude? <laughs> That's definitely a gunshot. I like how you tried to be like, that was a firework. <laughs> in the sorry, middle dude. of a rainstorm. I live, I live just in, one firework. I live in a bad neighborhood. <laughs> you guys, they're going to probably subpoena this whole fucking podcast when this goes to court case. For someone murdering whoever they just murdered. Dude, they'll um, have a timestamp. Yeah, that's true. They're like, yeah. wow, Carter does not do a lot of work on this How podcast. helpful do you guys want to be? Should we just go back and delete it right now? No, no, no. We, got, we have to comply. We have to comply. Continue reading. Oh, my God, dude. That is so fucking funny. I'll be like, wow, Carter really does they're like, wow, I, I, I'm just like a, a partial listener because I'm working for the police station. But damn, this guy, Carter, he's 660. He doesn't do any fucking work. 
Clint doesn't know what a comma is. <laughs> or, or a what condom. A, or what, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Matthias told the couple he owned the house and they owed him rent and that he was also looking for a ring to return to Satan. Dude, who is this guy? Golem from Lord of the Rings? <laughs> yeah. Am I right? My precious. After that, he supposedly straightened out and joined Gateway Projects. Some people were still wary of Matthias. The Sacramento Bee had a really interesting excerpt. I'll read now. Following a 1978 inter- interview with Matthias, longtime acquaintance Janet and Zavera. <laughs> what the fuck? And Zara. And Zara. Janet and Zara, Yuba County Sergeant James Black, wrote that Matthias had repeatedly told Zara of a dream where he and several other people would disappear. And Zara called Matthias a very violent person hurting several men seriously and said that he hates women. According to, to Black's interview notes. Yeah, dude. So they like interviewed this sergeant with the police force and they like the police force is interviewing a dude that really knows Matthias very well. And he's like, yo, this guy kept talking about how he had dreams where he disappeared with several other people. And this dude fucking hates women and hurts men like seriously fucking bad. So the Ted Wire's brother Dallas thinks Matthias might have set his brother and the other men up to die. Dallas recalled that the hit 90s television series Unsolved Mysteries tried to get the permission of the families to be on an episode of the show. Every family agreed except Matthias's, despite him still being missing. So, like, Unsolved Mysteries is like, hey, baby, you want to have an episode? And they're like, uh, nah. And they just didn't respond. So, I have a really good-ass theory about what I think happened, and I'm going to read it to you guys now. I thought you wanted to go last. All right, you guys go. What do you think happened, Carl? I have to dig it out of the garbage. We we I cringled it up and threw it away by accident. I'm gonna dig it out of the garbage. You guys talk about it. <laughs> you have to take what out of the garbage? The notes that I here. Took, do page. you want here? Just take mine. Oh yeah, that's lovely. Okay, re- tell me your theory, Jake. Jake, you I, go first. I just asked Carter. You go first, Jake. Jake goes first. Oh shit! I have to think about it. Hold on. <laughs> um, I dude, think- I. Do you want to go, Carter? No, you go, you go. Okay, I think maybe... I think maybe somebody fucked with them. Because I know Matthias is... So out of the five people, did we mention that Matthias is not actually like mentally disabled? He yeah, just said it's he's on the spectrum. He just, uh, we, but very low. Yeah, not okay. as much, not as much. Oh, okay, he is. But so he had like psychotic problems or um, schizophrenia. Schizophrenia, schizophrenia problems. But I don't know why he would necessarily hurt his friends and why they would just go off into the woods. That, like, that, that doesn't seem like something that Matthias would make them do. I, I don't know. Maybe somebody fucked with them and they got scared and they ran away. I could see them going like up to some random road. Uh, Madruga doesn't know how to drive his car very, very well. He like wrecks his car kind of into a snowdrift. He's like worried about his car. <laughs> anyway... So the car's a little stuck. They go to find somebody and they're all like a little bit like don't know what they're doing and they're not used to like the elements and stuff like that. So they don't know that they could just push the car out of the snowdrift and just go home. And so they go to find somebody, but there's nobody fucking up there. And so they go walk into the woods and they walk far enough to find a cabin and then just freeze to death because they have no like experience. I could see that happening. Yeah. What do you think, Carter? I, I think, you know, with this group of five and with 
um, Matthias being super like psychotic, psychiatric, like, you know, he's not all the way there in that sense. I think someone like some sicko could have easily fucked with the other four cause them to die. You know, hypothermia, I feel like is usually a cop out for a lot of forensic cases where they're like, Oh, we don't really know what happened. It was cold that night. They were outside hypothermia, you know, I mean, they can do skin. Te- well, okay. So hypothermia too, doesn't that show up in a dead person? If you die warm and you're still out in the cold, you will still get hypothermia if you're dead. Right. Yeah. How do they, you get know what I mean? Skeleton? You, I yeah. Well, I mean with skin and stuff, cause it's not just like full on skeleton with no skin, right? There has to still be skin. Yeah. I wonder how long it takes for like skin to actually decompose where it's actually just bone. Um, but I believe, you know, hypothermia is still going to show up even if they're dead, right? You know, you can die, you're out in the cold, and your skin's going to absorb hypothermia. You can get hypothermia already as you're dead. It's not an alive-to-death thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I feel like that's an easy cop-out in terms of forensic evidence. And the, the person that did it left that guy alive because he's like, all right, this guy's psychotic. You know, this cop's going to think it's him. He'll have no other evidence or want to search for someone else when this guy's alive and psychotic. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it could have yeah. just been some Looney Tune on the run that has zero footprint in this case that you know what i think i think this back garage smells like fucking tank <laughs> i think i spend i try and work out because i'm chubby on this stationary bike and dude it smells like sweat asshole back here <laughs> smell it back here do that does it smell <laughs> fucked up open it the smells, door <laughs> it smells fucking it's raining outside right now listen this that is, could be the piss bucket in the corner yeah <laughs> just kidding but listen, this, there's a divider in it, so this, we can shit one out is, and piss in the other. Dude, this is what I actually think, dude. This, <laughs> dude, you guys remind me of the boys from Monster House. Your Chowder Carter. Quit saying I'm Chowder. And no Jake, one wants to be called Chowder. Dude. You're the other guy. <laughs> I don't know what's what the other guy's name. I don't know Eli or some shit. I don't know. Dick. Anyway, Chowder. The thin white kid. That's you. So, <laughs> this dude. This is my theory. I got this from from Reddit from a guy named Two Vultures. And did this make sense? I edited this one a little bit. Because I edited it to what I actually think happened. Two vultures, dude. That sounds like a guy you could trust. That's yeah, true. Dude, that guy's so, up to some sus. This is what I think. This is what I think. <laughs> the boys go to a game. According to Gary's father, Gary Matias, he had missed his meds for some time now. And at the game, Gary starts having an episode thinking someone is out to get him. The boys decide to go home because he's freaking the fuck out. And along the way, Gary is tripping hard and talks them up a mountain road thinking someone is following him. The men get stuck and get out of the car because they want to push it. And then they hear Shone, the guy that's having a heart attack nearby, yelling at them because he had just had a heart attack. And, like, they're not seeing somebody, so they just hear someone, like, yelling at him. They all freak the fuck out. Dude, these guys are mentally handicapped. They start freaking the fuck out, and this sends Gary off the edge, and maybe the other guys were freaked out, and they start running, and they scatter, and Gary and Ted eventually are reunited at the trailer, the forest service trailer, and they don't light a fire because Gary is paranoid. Someone will see the smoke. The other two, I'm sorry, the two last a few weeks in together in the trailer and they're eating a bit of food that it's obvious. They're eating those C, those C rations and they're eating them because they're easy to get to and obvious. And Ted, Ted is super sick so Gary decides to try and hike out and he wraps Ted up for warmth in those fucking sheets they found him in. And he snags Ted's shoes because his feet are a little bit bigger and he makes it pretty far, but then he ends up dying in the elements and they just don't ever find his body and he's actually fucking dead. 
Yeah, I could see that. There's not like a whole lot of evidence that Gary actually killed these guys. Yeah, you know what? Gary had been imprisoned. We talked about it earlier, didn't we? About him being imprisoned mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. That the yeah. goose. What's it called? The 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 who's cow. Dude, and walk. Oh, I, dude, was, I was dude, gonna say goose. Dude, dude, he had he had also walked 500 miles. Dude, that's not an easy feat. Dude, no. he he actually wrote that song. And I will walk 500 miles and I will walk 500 more. Dude. Do you think I'll, he would actually walk 500 more? I don't he's know. Like, he gets 500. He's like, bitch. Yo, no. I was, I was like, no, I guess 500 dude, miles. One time I was, at a, I was at a wedding where the groom played that on a guitar. And it was dope. Everyone got hyped up. I was so happy. Huh. He like played that on a guitar. Dude, that would be sick. It was sick. Who was it? I don't want to say because they're going to listen to this podcast. There was another wedding I was at. This, it's not a bad thing. This dude, this next one is really fucked up. Dude, I was at this wedding and it was a really fancy wedding. It was at the same place you had your wedding, Jake. And dude, the the fucking bridesmaid, she was really bitchy. And she gave this like totally conceited fucking speech about the bridesmaid and how she was like maybe fucking up her life and shit. And it was like such a conceited speech. It was so self-centered. And dude, then the fucking best man comes up and he like picks up the mic to give a speech. He's like, what she said and then he drops the mic and dude this fucking dude the best mate the maid of honor or whatever grabs the mic and starts instantly talking she like i can't believe you didn't write a speech dude but everyone was so hyped no one gave a fuck dude it was hilarious it was such it was dope it was dope and then i ate a bunch of fucking swedish meatballs oh dude that's why i need awesome. a wedding yeah that's why you need meatballs a wedding sounds dude, so carter do. carter you should have an arranged marriage bro i mean i'll find you a towel girl a towel a towel girl a T-A-O alright are we pretty so what do you guys think all together what do you guys think actually happened I what I just uh, said dude I, I really think I, I honestly oh, think what they, they easily blame this guy Yo, you guys don't think it's crazy like that maybe I forgot dude to, what if what if that guy on reddit is the guy that did it and was like yeah oh. was he's actually two vultures yeah yeah yeah, I, I forgot to look up what his medicine that he was taking, the conjutin and whatever the other one was. Yeah, I don't know what I was. I was going to look it up, but I forgot. I mean, it's schizophrenia medicine, but I forgot to look it up. Beautiful. Like the side effects and shit. All right. Schizophrenia is like scary. It's well. terrible. Dude, it is. Dude, but tell me that doesn't make sense that they heard Joan yelling out in the yeah. night and they got freaked the fuck out. Dude, what if Joan dude, was like sense. not actually having a heart attack and he like chased them down? Yeah, Joan, dude, they didn't like look in. Like the investigators just like agreed that, oh, you're having a heart attack. Like, they're having a, could have been full of shit. Yeah. And what about the woman he said he saw with a baby? He might have just been hallucinating because mm-hmm. he was having a heart attack. But like he did claim he saw a woman with a baby. And there's two different accounts of the boys being in a red pickup truck. Like that's pretty fucked up, dude. Yeah, but what does that have to do with like why would they come back down? Dude, what if what if what if and then come back up? But what if what if they all decide like hey we're done leaving under our parents? I just don't think they died of hypothermia. I think that's always just such a cop. Well, dude, one of them they found all they found was their spine and his skull. Like, how can you determine it's hypothermia from that? Dude, what if they all decide that's what I'm saying? Dude, what if one of the guys knew he's like, hey, let's go drink some beers and like we're not allowed to drink beers and they're like let's go up to this forest service fucking trailer that they end up getting like things just don't go that way i don't think so because they had that basketball game the next day though yeah dude there dude there's a million but it's like why would they pull up a montego all the into this fucking snow into these mountains like if especially if you love the car i think someone could have like fucking been robbing them or maybe a cute girl maybe the woman with a baby was like luring them to rob them shit doesn't go sideways they don't end up robbing them and then these guys just die in the elements isn't that sad like some situations like that make you like okay i'm not gonna follow that bitch with the baby because She's going to try to rob me. And it's probably just some bitch with a baby being like, help. And you like drive on by. You're like, fuck you. 
Totally. Dude, there's totally... Yeah, here. you can't trust anybody nowadays. I'm sorry. Times are wild, bro. Also, my dad's the one that told me to look up the story. I was like, he likes, he's so supportive. I love you, dad. But he's like, hey, you should look up this story. Like, I think this would be a really good podcast. And I was like, oh, dude, this is crazy. Like, I it was is crazy. This. Dude, that's a good one. Yeah. Didn't they base the ritual off this, Jake? Isn't that what you're saying? Oh, no. So I was looking on Reddit, and they said there was, like, information about the Yuba County Five. And then it said, actually... They based a movie off this called The Ritual. Did Did you guys watch the? I think I've seen it. It's crazy, dude. Is it, dude, is it, it has like the off-brand fucking um, Blair, Blair Witch, Witch Project? Yeah. It's kind of, but they're like kind of like Norse people. Like there's like that dude with the fucking antlers and shit. Well, it's, it's like the these, trees. Yeah, yeah. I guess I don't want to spoil it. So but good. That's like it friends, good. and they like yeah. end up like, at a weird place. But dude, it has nothing to do. Oh, with it's the one. It's like the four, and they're hiking, and they're like, yeah, yeah. Oh, and they're like okay, on a okay. bachelor party. Yeah, they're like, yeah. Well, remember one of them died because they were like at a liquor store, and like yeah, some guy yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then like they were getting robbed and shit, and he didn't help his friend or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Also, God damn, I have seen that's that. a really that's good movie, dude. dude it has nothing, right? It has that's nothing what to do you with get for right. having a bachelor party that's not at a strip club. Amen. Amen. All right. What? A bachelor party out in the woods would be pretty sick. Is that what you want to do? I already had a bachelor party. Yours is next. <laughs> it's yours. <laughs> you know, I yeah. know, that's true. What do you want to do? Yeah, what do you want to do? Wanna, I want us to all read advice to each other. Calmly. I'm not going. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck you. Dude. All I'm right. Not, I'm not going. All right. Let's read this scary story. Jake, you haven't read a scary story in a long time. I read the last one. Yeah. Fuck. It's <laughs> Is it me? Yeah. Guys, yeah. I don't know if I can read. Fuck. We know that. Yeah, Carter read the last one. I, <laughs> <or Carter. laughs> Here's a scary story. Plan, I'll see you have to drink the rest of this. I'm not drinking that. You do. I'm it's not drinking. Part, it's part that, of it. Yes. The beer that's been in here for a Google week. Gobble, Google gobble. Google gobble. What is Google gobble? gobble. <laughs> How do you know that? I don't know. I, don't know. I just joined along. I'm not one drinking one that. I'm not, I don't give a fuck. We like to drink with Clinton because Clinton is our mate. And when we drink with Clinton, he downs us drinking eight, seven, six. I'm not drinking. Dude, this has been in my garage for a week. We're going to do it one more time and you have to fucking I'll do it with another beer. I will like things. Go get it. All right, go get deal. another beer. I was bluffing. Let me go get another beer. Yeah. I don't want to I'll get you drink the rest of You have to drink a beer or something. Clint, all right, let me grab another Clint, beer. this is Here, almost full. Carter's is almost full. Dude, that's been out for a week. Can I, this is empty. Can I get one <laughs> oh, of the pumpkins? We get one of the pumpkins. Jake, I'm going to drink one of the pumpkins. That's okay. Dude, Sam Adams is good. I would be Sam so stoked Adams. if they sponsored us. Sponsor us! Dude, listen. Would you be willing to wax your fucking taint and send them the wax paper with your taint hair on it for them to sponsor us? No, but I will say. <laughs> yeah. How do you popping them open, Jake? Is he, are you using your phone? No, I'm using a knife. <laughs> Damn, Jake. But they are one of the ass. places. I shot that he's like an hour. You know what I always wanted to do is like pop them off and be able to shoot at people. Yeah, Jake could do that. Dude, what if I lost my eye, you dick? <laughs> Did I ever tell you I knew a kid that lost his eye? Because. He was in middle school. Is that one? Talking to the mic. I want to unrecord this one. It was lunchtime, and these kids were fucking around. And this kid threw a fork, and he was trying to hit this other kid that was just fucking around. And the kid actually like ducked, and my other friend turned around. The fork landed right in his eye. Dude, he lost vision in that eye. Damn. Happened at our middle school lunch, dude. It was like a big deal. <laughs> what was for, what Damn. was for lunch that month? Was it I don't know, days? dude. We always had pizza Friday, so I don't think it was a Friday, but <laughs> dude, I think it was Tuesday. We had spaghetti Tuesday, and I think it was on his day. That dude, it was, like a, a it was a big Tuesday. deal. I mean, he was on our basketball team, um, and he had to wear like special goggles and shit. 
That's a really sad story. Yeah, dude. Was it, he a good player? Wait, wait. What happened? He to was the, athletic as fuck. But what happened to like the kid that hit him with the fork? Was. What happened to him? He got like suspended for like a week, dude. That that, that was it. He didn't even apologize for it either. Fuck. Isn't that fucked up? Bitch. Yeah. Fuck that kid. Whoever. I don't care who you are, Brennan. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's probably not Brenner. You just that's the only. No, it's like Brenner's best friend. <laughs> Damn. Oh, Brenner's best. He probably friend. feels guilty. I'm Let sorry. People you. make mistakes. He didn't mean to what do that. Yeah, dude. In middle school, I'm not being a hater. That's so. Whatever, that's such dude. a long. That's, ter- that's such a terrible story, dude. dude I, plus, middle school, dude. You're a fucking psychopath in middle school. I don't want. Everybody I don't want that to happen to anybody, dude. Dude, one time I saw a kid who was he was he would do this thing where he'd flip dimes really hard and be able to like hit you with a dime. And dude, he did it to dude. a guy's windshield and chipped his windshield. And that guy had a system, remember, in his Jeep? And he turned on his subwoofers, dude, and it made it like the windshield crack completely. But at the end of the day, it wasn't his vision, and he just got a new windshield. So you just was way worse. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> that was a good story. Arlene had four kids and 11 grandkids, and she was the happiest that she's ever been in her entire life. And Arlene had been working at the same hotel as a night audit for the past 40 years. You know, she was working five days a week, and she's never been happier, even on her two days off. It seemed as if she was always trying to find night work. And Arlene and her husband, Herbert, had always, you know, they've been married for 45 years, and they've always had such a great relationship, even though Herbert worked during the day and Arlene at night. So that managed, and they managed such a great relationship, even though they were always on different schedules. When Herbert would sleep through the night, Arlene would be awake. And while Arlene slept during the night, Herbert would be awake. Herbert primarily worked part-time as they were only, they were pretty financially stable due to Arlene's parents once owning their own sawmill. And it was one that Herbert often would cover shifts at. Arlene had never needed to work the night shift in terms of financial needs, but she always seemed to anyways. Um, she absolutely refused to sleep at night, and this was something Herbert never questioned. Two weeks now have since passed since Herbert's passing of his long battle of cancer, and Arlene has never been more saddened in her entire life. This is the first two weeks that she has spent without Herbert in her life, and it had not been easy. She even picked up extra shifts at the hotel, and she's now working seven days a week. A couple more weeks have since passed and Arlene has not taken a night off since. However, her daughter Michelle is in dire need of someone to watch her newborn baby Leon and no one is able to. After persistent hours of begging Michelle, um, she convinces Arlene to take two nights off to just care for her baby. Arlene put in a request for two days off and since she works seven days a week, the hotel has accepted the request as it has been the first time she's taken off work for a while. Arlene arrived to Michelle's house, 9 a.m. sharp, to watch the baby. Michelle and her husband headed off to the retreat for the weekend, and the baby's care was all in Arlene's hands. Arlene and the baby stayed up all day watching um, daytime television, went on occasional walks, and thoroughly just enjoyed the day. Nighttime quickly approached, and the baby was getting seamlessly tired. The sun has since dropped, and darkness was rapidly approaching. Arlene pit the baby or put the baby to rest and decided to go finish the movie she was watching. And as the movie finished and the baby was still fast asleep, Arlene felt an immense amount of exhaustion rush over her. This is something she has not felt at the beginning of a night in a very long time, since she usually is up during the night working at the bank or at the hotel. The dread of sleep paralysis has always kept Arlene up through the night as this is something she doesn't experience if she sleeps during the day. But after watching the baby all day, and still grieving for Herbert's, uh, Herbert's passing, she persisted through and decided to attempt a night of sleep, something she has not done in over 45 years. 
She tucked herself in Michelle's guest room bed, continued on with her daily sleep routine of applying her face mask, took her sleeping pills, and got into a comfy robe. She was confident she was going to get through the night without a worry. 11 o'clock, and she closes her eyes. 3 a.m. rapidly approached, and Arlene opens her eyes and is rushed with a paralyzation, something that she hasn't felt in over 45 years. Her eyes being something that she can move, this is the only thing that she can move, she scanned the room. She was visited by a familiar being. Arlene, welcome back. I've missed you. A very familiar dark shadow with elongated legs and sharp fingernails approached the foot of the bed. It's been a long time since I've seen you, Arlene. You look different. You look older. You look sadder. You just use, You just look used up, Arlene. Arlene breaks out in a cold sweat that seeps through the bed. I've grown to since... I've grown too since you've last seen me, huh? The shadow figure rounds the bed and approaches closer to Arlene. Oh, Arlene, the negative energy that has surrounded your life, I've been eating it. I've never been so full in my life. The figure runs his sharp fingernail down Arlene's face. And Arlene, I think I'm craving some dessert. You're looking like a sundae with a cherry on top. 45 years I've been chasing you, and I finally have you in my grasp. The figure cuts into Arlene's neck with the fingernails and in Arlene's miserable life that she once thought was a good life. Michelle arrives home with her husband to find, to her, and to her dismay, she comes home to Arlene's dead body laying in her guest bed. Her husband grabbed her crying baby and joined Michelle to mourn the loss of Michelle's mother. Days have since passed and Arlene's funeral has fa um, fastly approached and the siblings and her grandkids all join together to share memories of their past grandparents. I mean, they did lose both grandma and grandpa close together. It was truly very tragic. <laughs> Just Sorry. kidding. 15 years have since passed and Michelle have now moved down, moved into the parents' old home. Michelle went to have um, two more kids and got several promotions at her job. It seemed like everything was going great. She had never noticed that her oldest kid, Matthew, had been playing video games all throughout the night. It was sleeping all day long. She finally decided that this was something she needed to ask Matthew about. So she decided to interrogate Matthew about a sleep pattern and why he hadn't been sleeping through the night. Matthew looked into his mother's eyes and told her, I see what grandma saw. And 45 years later, Carter. No, Carter, was good. Carter, 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 Carter. Oh, this is the worst fucking story I've ever read. Dude, it's a good story. Dude, fucking Dr. Seuss could have written a better story. No, 45? so this dark figure followed Arlene around, right? Uh -huh. And then he killed her. And that same night, that same crying baby, he hopped over to the baby. And now he's going to haunt that for the rest of the time. Okay. Because in the story, it sounds like you motherfuckers are not right. I'm, I'm scared. Dude. Dude. <laughs> That story was weird. Dude. Was it good? I liked it. Dude, it was good. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. Fuck you, Clinton. Carter definitely read it the best. Yeah, Clinton's Carter already like, fucking dude, acting like a Carter kid. read it like it was the back of a shampoo bottle while he's taking his shit. <laughs> he read it better than us, though. Because we're drunk. Carter's sober, relatively. Yeah. Well, I'm driving Carter. Home. <laughs> oh, Carter, shit, you Carter, are? I'm, yeah, I'll Carter. Be fine. I didn't I think. tease you that great feelings. You did. No, you've been doing a good job. You wrote in a page and a half, which is the biggest contribution you've made since you've been an intern at Gucci's. <laughs> what I want to say is, listen, if you're listening to Gucci's 10, you've sat in with us for 10 episodes over probably close to 20 hours of content. And we appreciate you, dude. Seriously, we're not fucking around. We appreciate you. 
And if you were willing to send us one spooky story, I promise you I'll send Clint, you Clint, they listen to us for 20 hours, and you want them to do more work? I honestly Please. think it's only, like, 12. Yeah, dude. Oh, what? I, do you hours. Think, 10 episodes? No, think we're averaging dude. two hours a piece? I close on some of them. No, dude. An hour and a half. Fuck you. Listen. Fifth, what? Hour? I'm not good at math. Whatever. If you listen to this for 10 episodes, what I want to say is please write us a spooky story so we don't have to read Carter's fucking. And what I want to say is follow us on Instagram at Gucci's Podcast. Follow us on Twitter. You don't even. You can submit your application. No commas. You don't need to worry about that. We don't Gmail know what that is. at Podcast at gmail.com. Fuck Carter. Car- <laughs> Carter, thank you for writing a story and doing the least amount of work you could technically possibly do and still be so functioning. I, I did the least amount of work, still more efficient and proficient than Clinton ever would be. You know what, Carter? Carter is nine feet tall. Carter is two people sewn together. I looked into it. I did some research. For every page I have written, it's equivalent to Clinton's two pages. Yep. Wise yeah, words of the so. day. In spelling errors. Do you guys hear that rain? Yeah. It's better than the gunshot. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys for listening. To <laughs> Who the fuck got murdered in the middle of this episode? Dude, Yuba County 5, all victims. Yeah, sorry for your loss. Terrible. Carter's... All right. What's up? What? You just said Carter's all right? He's all right. All right. Thank you for listening to Goochers. <laughs> Goochers. Go now, baby. Goochers. Love you guys. Episode 11, Missing Clinton.